Welcome to episode 14 of the Dead Idea of Ahala podcast. 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 I have a pop screen. I'm testing out my new pop screen. It's supposed to cut down on Pelosi. 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 Pizza party. Pizza party. Page master. Page master. Pizzicato. Pizzicato. Papa. Oi, papa. Oi, papa. Pacaderm Paradigm Paradigm Plosi Puppy Hand 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 power to the peak Pim particles Pim particles Pim particles Pim particles Pav 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 Pim 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 Pit Shitter Pan 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 Galactus Ho Boys Ho Ho Boys Pacaderm Party Pim 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 Panuma 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 Peace Corpse Pitch Black Starring Pim Peasel Pitch Pitch Hunters.net Passion for Pets Flectorals Parrot juice, parrot juice, pin pin picnic, pan death said panoply, panoplectic, poplectic, poplectic, perimidim dim, perimidim per 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 uh, to my wife, Crystal, for three years, and we are going to go to the coast for the weekend. And I don't know if you've heard, but there is nothing more beautiful than the beach in Oregon in March. Um, we are, it's going to be fun in the sun. Uh, that's not true. It is most likely going to be pain in the rain. But there's this little pathetic seaside town uh, called Seaside Town that we're going to. Um, that has like a little cheesy boardwalk and they have a taffy shop that has like 200 different flavors of taffy including jalapeno and honey almond and avocado and all kinds of really weird flavors so that's what we're doing no episode that week i'm going to come back after that with just a normal episode should be on schedule until may when i go on vacation so i wanted to i've worked in customer service for most of my life. So I've interacted with a large portion of the populace. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about old people, just for a minute. I understand that they are rich in a resource, and that resource is wisdom. Their bodies fail, but they are rich in this creamy, expensive, national resource that we call wisdom. And right now, the only way to get that wisdom out of those heads is through their mouths and into our ears. And I'm saying, having spent a lot of time listening to old people, I would like to find a different way to extract this wisdom. Um, perhaps a syringe, a ray, um, maybe we can just hook them up to a battery, like in the Matrix, and then you know the wisdom just gets sucked out and we use it to power our mechs. Something like that. Uh, but I am annoyed in general with most, not all, old people. In my experience, a lot of times, there's a, an entitlement that comes with being old. A lot of times, conversations with people who are plus 50 start with, I'm over 50. Um, there's no other age in which you declare your age except for when you're, you know, eight or six. And you don't do it right. That You don't go to, uh, you know, 
a customer service desk and say, I'm six, give me a special treatment. But for some reason, going up to a customer service desk at 50 and saying, I'm 50, perfectly acceptable to just think that you are going to get the world given to you. So, you know, much like the, uh, the gentleman from the Christmas episode who covers up portions of signs in order to make them read in a way that is advantageous to him, I wonder what doors declaring your age opens for you. I understand that it will give you a discount at Denny's. You know, there are some lots of places where coffee is only a dollar instead of a dollar nineteen if you're over fifty um, on the buses here. If you are old, aka a honored citizen, um, you're able to get cheaper bus fare. But that doesn't apply to every situation. You can't just walk up to people and say, Now look, I'm fifty and then just expect doors to magically open for you. It's horseshit, you know, and it's a real problem. Um, there are more of them than ever before. Uh, I'm taking a class this term uh, that is the ethics of aging and dying. And what made me interested in this class was I thought it was going to be about how we deal with it as a problem. You know, we have all these people right now, you know, in a, in a few years, there's going to be two working, healthy young people for every every old person who is unable to take care of themselves. That's ridiculous. You know, it's just a logistical problem. It's not, I don't want to sound heartless. You know, I mean, no, part of it is kind of heartless. I mean, part of it is that I there's a, a sense of the alien uh, in me to when I react to, to old people. I remember visiting my grandfather on my father's side. He had Alzheimer's. And uh, if you've ever been in an old folks home that is full of people with Alzheimer's or some kind of like dementia ward, uh, there's a reason why horror movies take place there. You know, there's a little bit of truth in everything. It's, it's, they're terrifying. You just have people just, you know, staring into the middle distance, casually wishing to die or sprouting non sequiturs or singing songs they learned when they were growing up, referencing pets they haven't had for 40 years. It's fucking terrifying. You know, it's, it's all of those cliches like of creepy old people happen in real life because you know, and the other reason why I react that way is because getting old is terrifying to me. Anybody who says otherwise is lying. Um, of course you're scared of your, your body and, you know, in some ways more importantly, your mind just crumbling into, you know, old bits of string and wax and fish food and, you know, not being able to think right. You know, of course that's terrifying. Um, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that, like, we should round them up and put them on an island or anything like that. I'm just saying, in that class uh, that I'm taking, which is all horseshit, by the way, it's a terrible class, um, one of the things, there's a, a long section, or there's a part we read about the right to drive, and how being able to drive is very important to someone's sense of autonomy, and how, you know, it's a, considered like a last step of independence for old people, which is all well and good, but if we are weighing it, like on a scale, and we put um, an old person's sense of autonomy on one side of the scale and on the other side the fact that they are dangerous when they're driving because they can't think or see or feel or move correctly like that's fucking terrifying and I'm not saying all old people but it's not uh, you know I wish there was some kind of institution that tested how well people drove it, I wish this was somehow measurable um, one thing that I like about old people though is much like kids they eventually lose their ability to give a shit about anything and i love it like every time i'm in a grocery store like i used to work in that grocery store old people 
are the premier grocery store farters of our times. If you overhear someone loudly flatulate in a grocery store, eight times out of ten it's going to be an old person. And they just don't give a shit. And that's weirdly respectful to me. Until they start just shitting in grocery stores, which happens. It happens, you know. They, and then, then it's too far. It's, there's like this sweet spot where they're just kind of like bitter and cranky, which I respect. And don't give a shit, which I respect but can still hold everything that's on the inside of their body in the inside of their body. I had one coworker who was an old guy who was definitely like in my, he was my, maybe probably my second favorite coworker. He was fantastic. He used to, you know, some kind of new thing would come down from corporate and it would be like, now look, you gotta make sure that you push the sales item of the week. And every week, why not come up with your own sales item? And by why not, I mean, if you don't, you're going to be disciplined. So make sure that you choose a grill or a paper shredder or a couch or a recliner or some towels and make that your focus item of the week and then sell that item. And, you know, the, that would come down and we'd have to carry around these pieces of paper and we'd have to be like, my, my focus item is candles and I'm going to try to sell candles the best I can. And this, this person who is my friend who is there, who is an older man, would just be like, I don't have time for this bullshit. And I loved it. Because one, of course you have fucking time for this bullshit. That's what you're being paid for. Like, you know, you're being paid by the hour. What do you, you know, and that was always an excuse. Like, I have things to fucking do. And then, no, you don't. You know, no, no, you don't. But you're still right. You know, I still think it's hilarious. He'd also, you know, walk up and just say random things like, I never thought in my dreams I'd be at this job. My dreams mostly involve women and having sex with them, most of them naked. Fantastic, fantastic. The best thing that happened to me at the job is just this, you know, this guy coming up to me and saying shit like that. Did you see the rack on that girl at the key machine? <sighs> I love it, I love it. So, and you know, and lots of uh, sweet older ladies who I think were fantastic, who were super capable and reasonable and great. And I thought they were awesome. But it's still, I don't feel like they were demanding or crazy or entitled or dickheadish or demented. Old people, looming crisis, constant annoyance, sometime hilarity. Um, just a couple of real quick plugs before the song. Um, I wanted to say that uh, my friend Mike Miller has a blog of comics that he's doing about uh, him and my friend Derek. DinoCast alum working at a 7-Eleven in space and in the comic it's 7-Infinity which I think is funny and uh, the website is http uh, colon forward slash forward slash splotch which is s-p-l-o-n-c-h dot blogspot dot com uh, check it out I think it's really good and then uh, my friend Tom has a t-shirt design up on Threadless that I think is pretty good I can't I don't know the direct link to it but the name of it is Mountain, all caps, and his name on there is T Cobra Five, and that's T C O B E R, the number five. Check him out. Vote for him. It's worth it.
My name's Lou, and I have a podcast. It's called Lou Reads the Internet for You. Now, you may be asking, why? And the answer is, why not? So, once you're done listening to this podcast, which I enjoy thoroughly, maybe consider going to loureads.com and listening to something terrible. It's good for you. Builds moral fiber. And you're going to need it. Now back to Dead Idea Valhalla on your iPod or similar device. We'll see you soon. And we're back um, with the conclusion, Stephen Wallace's tale of uh, his adventure that he's having in, uh, you know, down at the, uh, the, the taint area. Stephen, you, you've sat down in the hospital. You expected pain and instead felt like you were sitting down onto a, a plate of warm salsa. Yes. Yes. That was the part that was making me feel okay, but nervous. Mixed. It, there was it, it, there was a many many feelings going through my head at that time. Emotional roller coaster. Yes, and the the uh, kind matronly uh, large black nurse she noted the confusion on my face, and apparently she had seen something like this before, as she said, "Oh baby, did you rupture?" Hmm, rupture. Yeah. Yeah. I put my hand down and felt the warm goo. Right, like kind of like um maybe like a microwaved sour cream. Yeah. Just kind of a like a biological slurry. A biological uh, slurry that should not be. Yes, the biological slurry from beyond. Yeah. yeah. And I felt it and I said I I think so. At which point I raised my hand covered covered pretty much all of the fingers down to where they meet the hand with a grayish icor mhm some kind of uh you know what they would have called in the 1800s a like a, a humor yes 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 and the the looks of it were horrifying enough as that i had never experienced that exact color of gray Mm-hmm. Like it's like a color of gray, you know, similar to hell or perhaps like a, a live action Ninja Turtles gums. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And the look on my face was only confounded by when I actually breathed through my nose. Okay. Okay. So there, there's a, is a multi-sensory experience. Yes. It, it, it smelled like like rotting bacon wrapped around a dead fetus evil mm-hmm. like that's the re- only that's the only word that I could really describe it as as evil there was one uh one time uh one of my cats uh swallowed a, a string and and passed it mm-hmm. and uh it wasn't sticking out of him or anything he successfully passed it but it had this kind of real deep intestine smell that was, uh, you know, I never quite smelled anything before. Yes. Like it, just something that uh, that is without that should always be within. Yes. Yeah. It was. I, I would imagine that is very similar. Yes. Um, there are some some things are not meant to be, to be exposed. No, ever. 
So they did end up excising it, draining it, placing a hole at the top and a hole at the bottom. And that led to me having to pack it. And that was the first time I had actually laid eyes upon the war zone with my own eyes instead of using the tactile senses. Right, right. And what uh, what did that look like to you? Like, like a turkey neck because it was all loose because all of the creamy filling yeah, like, from hell had been released. Like a like deflated flesh-colored balloon. Exactly. Maybe that, that still, you know, that or a, um, you know, a rubber glove half filled with, you know. Half filled with air, so it's sort of droopy. And, yeah, just kind of a sad dying balloon. Yeah. yeah. That is exactly how it looked. Yeah. I can, yeah, I can I, really see it. Yes, and I had to pack it every day with gauze and shoot um, saline solution in one end and out the other. Mm, so, so a flushing. Yes, it was a yeah. it was and it was a full cavity. I mean, it was a full cave, as in it started, went under, and then came out. Right, like almost like a whole new organ. Yeah, that you developed. And and it felt very, very disconcerting, to say the least. Because, you know, as, as people, we're not used to feeling water rushing through body cavities in one and out the other. No. That just 